spoiler alert. Oh, this is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking about wine losing some of its pop, thin, and Channel 55. You think about the shit we've been through, the shit we've done, we're like the Three Musketeers. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking Z. Fucking ZD, new yeah. fucking ZD. Um, we're back. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, we're here. Uh, but you know what? Shut the fuck up about <laughs> it. You know, because like we're we've been. This is the longest running Sopranos podcast. That's right. That's that's the first ever Sopranos podcast. Yeah, what the was first that? ever Sopranos podcast. Also, I still like to say the only Sopranos. The colloquially colloquially were the only Sopranos podcast. Yeah, with a capital O. People. Yeah. People know. You know. It's like Heinz, the only ketchup. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. We're because the, the other ones are all catsup. Well, like whatever, that. you yeah, know, sure, or their Kroger but... brand or something, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, uh, there's a lot of bullshit flying around there on the internet and you got to stay away from the fake news and mm-hmm. clearly Zuckerberg's not going to help us with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to help each other. Yeah. Uh, well, well, do we have to help? I feel like in a couple of weeks, these other, uh, these Johnny Come Lately, as you put it. Johnny, we'll... Johnny Come Lately fucking other Sopranos <laughs> podcast, cock-sucking <laughs> m- motherfuckers. In about two weeks, they'll be coming in saying we're, they're with us now, is, is what I think. We'll be chasing them down the street with a baseball bat, and they'll be begging us. They'll be saying, we're with you now, we're with you now, maybe and we'll we be like, one, uh-uh. Maybe we can get one Sopranos podcast to cap the other Sopranos podcast, yeah. and then we come out on time. This is like a power struggle in New York. Ooh, I like this. Because I think, here's the thing, they're like, they're like the straight Sopranos podcasts, you know? Like they're mm. very literal. There's no cuss word in the name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also feel like they don't think they're as funny as we think we are. Yeah. Right. 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 So <laughs> when we think we're very funny, yeah. so and we don't think they think that they're as funny as we think we are. <laughs> Although they may think they're funny. <laughs> okay. Does that make I sense? Follow. We've got the Hold spreadsheet out. Yeah. I need to look at that real quick. Think, okay. All right. They're not as funny. We think we are. Okay. I think I got this. this is, it's fucking bullshit though. They're coming through and, and you know, the descriptions are so like, uh, so uh, it's, it's, but it's, it's a bunch of, <laughs> of aw shuck shit, you know, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like the, 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 the rundown is like breaking down one episode, one week at a time <laughs> of the show that we know and love. And it's like, fuck you. It's already been done. Yeah. We're about to finish up over here. Yeah, we have, uh, we're, we're on the top. 11 episodes now so or something like that yeah which yeah they are the top 11 <laughs> whatever you the say top 12 <laughs> just for context i walked in here three minutes ago yeah and evan was like i have everything ready to go turn it on and, and <laughs> just and so that i can just... fucking hit everybody with this <laughs> well let me just say this zd zd folk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people of zd folks folks we're on the precipice of a great crossroads mm-hmm. um I feel like we we haven't mentioned this in a long time, but I feel like we need those iTunes reviews. Yeah, we got to show these fucking Johnny Come Lately idiots that you know there's only one game in town. That's, you know what I mean? They're yeah. on our turf. We need a little help. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give your business to these other uh, you know these amateurs. Yeah, come to No Fucking ZD, The thirty seven reviewed thirty seven reviews on iTunes. Yeah, I think we're at like four point five stars. I think I believe it's and, four point eight at this point. Oh, very nice. That's and, better and, than my Uber rating and, actually. And, wow. Okay, that's, that, that's the goal. <laughs> and so, like, I mean, that's because you have a very good Uber rating. I, I apparently do not, oh, and well, I'm on the verge of getting possibly banned from Uber. It's because you have sure a dog. How. That's why. Maybe they get you. Yeah, but no, a, a little bit of rating goes a long way. Yeah, we yeah, just, we need some of those. We, we got to show these guys because we're we're trying to go out with a bang here. And I know mm-hmm. that sometimes we take a little time off, but you know what? It's all in the interest of sticking to the show mm-hmm. that we know and love. Yeah. One episode at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One week at a time. Over several years. <laughs> several years. Yeah. And, you know, I, I actually, what's funny is if you, I was looking at our little profile on, on, on the... Uh, on the uh, application, mm-hmm. the application on the telephone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and uh, 
the, there's a review that the only one it shows is like a five star review that just says these guys are very funny and handsome. And that's <laughs> nice. the only one that you can see. That sounds about right to me. I think we're more handsome than we are funny, but I'll I don't take know. that. I will take that. Yeah. And I mean, that's going to carry me through the rest of the week, that's probably why just hearing is, those words. Yeah. That's why this is such a successful podcast. Right. Because we've been relying on our looks this whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We uh, and we and we do take little breaks, but we're we're back now. Um, yeah, we. Uh, uh, and and, I and lost... to be fair, Brendan's been hanging out with parents the last two weekends. I have. He hasn't been enjoying this at all. No. He's missed you guys. Yeah, big time. I also had a, an emergency dental appointment when my dog. Speaking of, basically <laughs> knocked out my front tooth. You're really really nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should be scared of. I don't know. <laughs> but I was talking. I uh, me talk funny one day because that sounded. It would have been really weird if we tried to record because I just didn't sound like the same person You're doing for, the whistle <laughs> thing like Jove in Arrested was, Development well like my it was so sharp it was cutting my tongue every time I talked so I was kind of like talking like this for like a day so we should have recorded actually that would have been but, but yeah I had to rush in and get a a, a bonding on my tooth yeah. and now they're not the fucking same size we've all it's, been there yeah I was I had never been there I had perfect teeth <laughs> now i do not <laughs> yeah, i've never we, fucking had a cavity this, and now i have oh. two misshapen or one uh, uh undersized front tooth I'm, I'm scaring your dog right now yeah she's just like she, whoa yeah your dog sounds like crazy she just is yeah she's giving me that weird side eye where she's very scared um but anyway yeah it's, this is it's terrifying i mean and, and the other thing is like we really needed those perfect irish teeth mm-hmm. to balance out this podcast yeah you know what i mean and now it's all down the tubes yeah but if i sound different if my uh insights just don't seem the same anymore <laughs> it's because all my magic was in my front my right front tooth and if you want it's not the same size as you and if you guys are thinking about switching families because of it <laughs> we're not gonna stop you run off yeah run off we should really be starting a, a turf war. I mean, I guess we've just basically declared a, a turf war I, on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes and, surf. And, and, and with Ira Glass. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's... If any of you have seen the new logo, yeah. we're coming for Ira Glass. <laughs> we, we just want all of the glory. Yeah. This is like, you know, it's it's a little bit like the Trump White House. We're just grabbing. We're going to start a tr- trade war, basically, <laughs> is what we're going to do. They're easy. Very easy to win, trade wars, just yeah. so you know. And they're good for you. And they're, exactly. <laughs> it's good for you. And I love how smart. everything's good for you now. Like Oscar Mayer is like, eat a 12 pack of hot dogs for lunch. It's oh. packed with protein. Oh, I didn't know we had the go ahead for that, That's... but I will start doing that. Oh, sorry. I, I was taking all the money while you were taking, <laughs> I've been embezzling from the podcast. Oh my God. What? Um, love a good wiener. Huge into good wieners. Yeah, that's we. That's what our podcast stands for is is good wieners. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> so the, in, the, uh, in the show this week we got uh, no, not much AJ. A little bit of festival, some Polly. Kelly be pregnant. Kelly be pregnant. Yep. Um, <laughs> Chrissy be married now. Chrissy be married now. Holy mm. shit, bro! Filling that void. Well, very sorta. Yeah, not with Kelly. Mm, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get a, a Christopher heavy episode. I guess, uh, you know, some might say maybe, maybe we're part of that some, but some might call this a classic episode. Yeah, um, definitely. The, the Viper scene is definitely a classic. Yeah, that's it's, what I was going to say. Actually, these other podcasts are like the fucking Vipers mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're not fucking scared. Oh, Vipers, you know, <laughs> like this, these Grizzly Adams motherfuckers coming in on our turf. <laughs> I'm just going to make everything about that this week. With good wine. I frankly had it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just trying to steal the good wine. Yeah. That's what it is. We have that, yeah. I bet they're not even Italian. I bet they don't even have a real Italian. We do, actually. I just realized right that. Here. You're right here. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. I'm right here. That's, that's very I am. true. I am a real Italian. You're not, none of those uh, egg noodles and ketchup. It's like no. real pasta. None of that real, shit. Uh, sauce actually, gr- I'm not eating bread right now or okay. carbs. I'm trying to slim down, but I'm, I'm real Italian. So, <laughs> so you're doing like zoodles with some sauce or something like that? Mostly just avoiding Italian food. Just all together. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Watching lots of television shows about pizza, mm. <laughs> essentially, that's while I eat my fruit salad. That sounds lovely. Like eating like sounds... I'm eating like Vito basically. <laughs> I was reading these these other other podcast reviews like chomping down baby carrots, <laughs> like stressing out. Just <laughs> drinking hot water with lemon. Yeah, exactly. Um the ride. The let's, ride. let's get back let's to the segue. There, wow. that, was, that was pretty good. One of those classic of Irish New England segues. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um so yeah, we have a couple people uh, taking some real rides, some meta- metaphorical rides, a road trip ride to Pennsylvania and back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It is uh, it's it's a lot about the fallout of the uh, Adriana death. 
That's big. The ride is about the life. It's, it's about the life. life. It's you know? the, Tony says the human condition to Melfi, and she asks him to clarify that, and he doesn't really know how. But uh, surprise! Uh, but the the episode clarifies for us. I would say. Yep. I mean, yep. uh, it's kind of about there's there's birth with uh, Christopher's. It'll be his daughter, but he thinks as of right now it's going to be his son. There's Polly's worrying about death. He's got that biopsy going on, and and then of course Adriana biopsy. <laughs> I like Adriana's how he emphasizes dead. the wrong syllable. <laughs> a biopsy. And uh, so it's 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 birth and death and everything in between and all the ways we kind of like fill in that those uh those those boring moments or the days where you just get a pair of socks, you know. Yeah, and don't die or be born. Right. But be aware of the fact that, you know, you're going to die and you were born. And uh, that's what we're here to tell you. That's, yeah. So <laughs> you guys are going to fucking die. Yeah. This is a threat coming from the podcast. It's, I mean, it's true. It's not a threat. It's more of a promise. It's right. The only promise that we are going to be able to really keep to you guys. Yeah. Uh, we can't promise we'll we'll have a show for you guys next week, but <laughs> you'll fucking die. You'll fucking die, You're bro. You'll fucking die someday. I mean, those don't have to do with it. No, 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 you know, no. Of course not. not. They're not mutually exclusive. I'm just saying, if we, uh, you know, no one hears from us for a little bit and uh, someone ends up dead, you know, it has nothing to do with it. it wasn't no, we me. didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't us. Yeah. But. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okie dokie. But that's 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 what I think. You know what, what's going on in the episode is uh, yes. we're all um, you know we're all looking for we're all Tony standing in front of the fridge looking for something. Who really knows what the hell it is? And there's you sesame know? noodles and prosciutto. Yeah, and those are perfectly fine. Those could be really good. I'd be down for any of that shit right now. It sounds fantastic. Frankly. I've had prosciutto in a long time, and, and I just would, to I eat would, it, just out of to, the, the, to have someone invite paper. you to open the package and just fucking munch on that yeah. shit. Like anytime prosciutto's in my fridge, or or was when I was a kid, it was because there was like some sort of special occasion happening. It was like, don't touch that shit. You mm. know what I mean? So we we just never had that because again, New England Irish family. So yes. prosciutto was like a foreign thing to me. Very I don't think exotic. I realized it was. Was ham or from the, the the pig animal until way late yeah and it was just like oh that's not like prosciutto is not its own weird animal or plant that's like a that comes from a pig back um so yeah. i am uncultured and uh no, we, you are now it's okay now i am you know? yeah but it's been a long time since i've just had like cold cuts like that in my fridge in the paper thing where you could like stand and just i know eat that. and it just fucking, fucking munch amazing, on yeah. that shit and then like you want to make sure you have enough for a sandwich the next time just in mm-hmm. case and then you come back the next time you're like oh fuck it i don't need the sandwich i'm just gonna eat it right you now mm. Um, let's go do that. Hold on. Let's, yeah. let's turn this off. <laughs> go back and we'll make some sandwiches. Seriously, we're starving. Um, but I mean, th- so the ride is like life, you know, and it's all that stuff. And and it's it's in many ways. I mean, Chris, we get Chrissy's whole history with this particular episode. We you do. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it digs up, it dredges up this Adriana shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all, the other thing I wanted to point out is that on a smaller level, I mean, it's still a big one, but we really have confirmation that. Chrissy and Tony are not going to have a happy ending together. I, right. I believe, you know, yeah. you can just tell um, Chrissy's interactions with, with Tony are pretty forced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in general, but then Tony kind of makes that this move with the wine and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just so fucked up. Yeah. He's like, a, I can't th- think of the exact cartoon or Disney movie I'm thinking of, yeah. but like, um, it might even be like the Little Mermaid, where when she like makes the deal with uh, Ursula and has to like sign in that certain like that flaming pen, you know, and then like she's just Isn't like it like a, an octopus ink. It's like something like that. But yeah. Tony's like that. He's like the cartoon devil who makes you sign the, the right. you know the deal with him, and then totally. and it seems like a great idea at the time, you know, like just just one glass of wine, Christopher. That's all, you know, a little discipline, you'll be it's, fine. It's just your life. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then you sign it all away, basically, mm-hmm. and Tony owns it, and 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 he's a, a terrifying figure. <laughs> Here. and that's uh, true and you know a black hole of a human being basically but he's he's cool though he's a cool guy yeah i mean but yeah yeah th- this is uh the really i mean their relationship ended i guess we see the scene in in this particular episode but it ended with the adriana death you know that's a and, big one mm-hmm. i i think that this is one of the most masterful things that the series ever did was, yeah was give us this scene what, like a fucking year later or something? At this point, it was like two years later, probably. Jesus Christ. Can you yeah. imagine? Because I think the, the original uh, season five ended in 2004, and then this started in like mid-2006. So, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, think it's yeah. In, I think it's incredible, and it had to have been planned on some level. I mean, they it seems like they shot it when they shot they did. the season and five so finale. The story goes is that they shot it for that episode, mm-hmm. and it was, it was supposed to air in that episode. Like, basically, once Christopher leaves the apartment, 
we would cut to that scene mm-hmm. or we would cut to the gas station and then cut to him at Tony's place and then the rest would just play out like that. But apparently Dre DiMatteo and um, Stevie Van Zandt both argued with David Chase not to put it in. They were like, there's, you should have the, that element of surprise because it's really not a show where you have that element of surprise for someone getting killed all that often. No, Except for like Adriana no. and Ralphie. Well, you know? it, it's really great that they... I and mean, Richie, I guess, kind of. Even on a bigger level, they really skirt a lot of details as time goes on. Yeah. And I love that. Like, even this episode, like, we don't even give a shit or know about like the mafia level deals that are going on other than, other than Polly's issues with the church mm. which you know right over which I don't even fully understand but like, I mean it's pointless it's just, though it, yeah. the show can't still be about that right. you know what I right, mean right, right, it's about right. the relationships right. and it's the, they're like deeper philosophical meanings here yeah at least to us <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean so, otherwise we're wasting all of our time doing this I mean <laughs> yeah warning to the other podcast by the good, way yeah <laughs> maybe you uh, don't want to go down this road yeah you know? trust us um, we're stuck in our own prison that we've built for ourselves. Why does Creed keep coming up on this, uh, this podcast? It really is. It's his own prison. Yeah. They built it with like all his fucking money and the strippers I, I, and the whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like that they just straight up cut to them in Pennsylvania. You know, there's no like, they, uh, there's one line about why they're going out there. It's kind of vague. Yeah. And then it goes right from the bing to just they're in Pennsylvania saying goodbye even, you know. It's and like, Chris Matt blasted it. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is fucking hilarious. Which was a real thing, right? Map blast for. At, I thought I, it was Map Quest, but. But I think there was Map Quest. And Map Blast tried to come out and you know be the underdog there, and it's a and, really weird name. I know, like I don't want to get blasted by a with a map. No, <laughs> like, no, you or know, sent to Pittsburgh. I think that was the problem with Map Blast is that it sent everyone to Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, <laughs> it cool. just didn't work. Got everyone it. drove to Pittsburgh. You know, got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the details don't matter anymore. That those kind of details don't matter anymore, and it is more about those little moments with Tony and Chris on the road, and yeah, and um. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about the scene. So, so Chris, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> let's continue, do it. please. Do do the talking. So, okay, uh, they're driving. Great. <laughs> <laughs> they get fucking lost, and Tony has to take a piss. Right. And they see these guys unloading the some good wine. The the yeah the liquor shop. You know, while Tony's taking a whiz. And I love that even though we're still we're getting into all of this deep sort of psychological drama here mm-hmm. and like the building of of like subtle psychic tension that's going to ratchet up basically until Chrissy dies spoiler mm-hmm. um shit essentially um <laughs> essentially it's nice that they maintained truth to the story they were trying to tell which is these guys who are literally trying to make a buck anywhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. It's, and, that, it's that they're always scamming thing yeah, again yeah exactly and so and, and it comes up a couple of times in this episode like when tony tells paulie to kind of bag it with the the saint alziers thing if it's not working as a business whatever mm-hmm. but like they're not out there to have fun you know what i mean but like they happen to come upon this this thing as one does yeah you know and uh it's a rush they fucking love it yeah yeah and it's fun. That's the thing is that it's like it's it's a scam and that's what they do. But but that's the shit that they find fun. Right. And do you think they're too they're so good at it now that all of their stuff is sort of like they're they're like too high up to still have fun in that way? Because then once the dust settles, Chris is like, yeah, I got a heater for the guys in the wire room, you know, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. wow, it's that's like, a fun life of crime, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, Tony isn't really doing that kind of stuff so much, especially this season. You know, totally. he's he's really been I mean, obviously, he was completely sidelined for for most of it. But uh Right. He's, he's trying to stay on some kind of straight and narrow path, at least, and not, you know... We're not really sure what that means at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, he, he In terms of him. Yeah, he didn't uh, have sex with Juliana, which is, right. to him, pretty, uh, you know, straight and narrow, and he... And he's really mad at everyone about it. Right, yeah. Extremely mad about that smoked turkey, which we still are, too, by the way. Um, oh, smoked turkey in the pursuit. But Jesus. aside from aside from beating up Muscles Marinara, I mean, <laughs> he hasn't really participated in anything too violent. Nope. And, uh, and it, it's, you know, it is a rush. I mean, it is like... Um, uh, you know, Janice's daughter just like crying that the ride is gone. You know, like they they just want to get back on just for a minute. You know, it's it's a nice little distraction from from everything else. And yeah, it's, even uh, though the Puerto Rican kid got fucked up, you know, <laughs> you know, like, but it um, gruesome. and it, it's also their their uh, like you said, their relationship is just it's they haven't they don't see it, but the ending 
has kind of already happened. It's like yeah. at the end when they're all having family dinner and they're talking about the wine and uh, and Kelly, who be pregnant and is also drinking wine, by the way, says something about the wine being delicious. Mm, and mm. Tony says, um, I forget the exact line. It's but lost its pop. It's lost its pop. I mean, I would say that's pretty you know appropriate for their relationship too, well, Tony and Christopher it lost its pop in the sense that it's not this new dangerous thing anymore mm-hmm. like it was kind of a night of shenanigans you know what I mean yeah, which yeah. must have made the wine better but also at the same time it's like he's not like waving it in front of Chris and like being manipulative and I feel like that made that gave the wine its pop for him initially was that oh, it was yeah. like this thing that he could dangle in front of Chrissy and like fuck him up yeah that's because probably true too. he just needs to be causing mayhem you know what I yeah, mean yeah um and you know it's it's fun to go down memory lane and 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 you know they're they're out of things to talk about because what they would really need to talk about is is some of some serious shit that they probably want to avoid completely you know well chrissy brings it up because he can't hold his liquor anymore right that's, that's the true. other thing whenever he gets drunk at this point he basically like kind of becomes a drag and, yeah and like he does and he just goes down this like this road of these weird platitudes and shit where he's just like shit things we've seen you know and it's just like okay this is exciting exciting conversation you know what i mean and like tony doesn't want to talk about that he's compartmentalized his entire life yeah yeah and probably realizes it's total bullshit i mean yeah obviously christopher's not in love with kelly obviously you know he's he's making completely bizarre and rash decisions buying this mcmansion without even walking in you know i mean i mean uh, i think they they walked in uh, well, uh, well, he yeah, was just kind uh, of—he was quite ardent, though. I totally yeah, agree. Uh, yeah, but like, uh, but also, walk, he probably walked in, right? I hope. I would assume at some point. Well, <laughs> yeah, eventually he definitely does. Um, oh, that's true. <laughs> they're in the house at some point because he, he he's cooking steak and <laughs> yeah. he dies. Yeah. Just oh yeah, and then Polly <laughs> ruins. His. Yeah. Fucking oh, great episode. I, love the I scene. can't wait for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, uh, clearly he's trying to fill some void that he just cannot fill, and that has to do with Adriana and just like the black hole that is has become his life you know i'm sure he didn't exactly expect to end up where he is now <laughs> it's so easy and I, it, it's 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 so simple at yeah. this point you know but but it's taken us so long to get there i feel like some people cloud the meaning a little bit like my yeah. girlfriend doesn't know the show that well you know but um she always seems to walk in when adrian is getting whacked and i've watched that episode like every two years or something <laughs> so i don't know how like that works but um she walked in today went during the Vipers scene and she was like, oh, it's so violent. And I was like, this, this is hilarious. I know, but. And then, and then when Tony was like doing the wine and like the, with like the oxygenating in his mouth and all that stuff and like drink. And he was like, oh, it's really good. She was like, this is worse than the last scene. I can't believe it. You know? And yeah. I was just like, oh. And, and then of course there's the amazing scene where Christopher goes on his bender, which we'll talk about. And yeah. she was just like, well, it's clear he can't, he can't stop using because he just feels so terrible about his lifestyle. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, I know. It took me like 10 watches to figure that out, but thank you. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and yeah, we have the only capital O Sopranos <laughs> podcast. Right. Like I know, and and we're figuring it out. All right, yeah, <laughs> okay. One one episode at a time. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. <laughs> that, that should be our, our <laughs> figuring it out one episode at a time. Uh, that's why that should be my life. Um, yeah. But that's the thing is that this episode actually spells it out a lot more than I think one realizes watching it like for the first or second time. Yeah, I agree. It's right there in front of you. Well, I mean, even, you know, first of all, the, the Kelly scene at the beginning is, 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 is a huge shock actually. I mean, has she even been mentioned before? I don't think so. And then suddenly, uh, I feel like they've mentioned her. She's, been somewhere i don't know i don't know we're really bad at this because finn is also know, in this episode and the next episode we, we can't fucking get rid of this guy yeah we <laughs> there's no talking to him <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying this is the last time we're gonna see him and yeah. then there he is again uh oops yeah so as far for all we know kelly was a prominent figure in the last whole season and we don't remember <laughs> but um but still that was a pretty shocking moment but yep. yeah well all i was gonna say is even in that scene you can just see like he's 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 very upset and yeah. uh, and not dealing and convinced that Adriana is out somewhere having some other douchebag's kid. You know, I mean, obviously, just, you know, I don't think he's fully convinced of that, but like enough that he's able to say that confidently out loud, you know. Uh, he's he's wait no he knows that she's dead no of course but i'm saying like he's twisted reality to protect himself and forget about all that oh, enough that like oh yeah just very quickly you can just come up with this like story that she's out there right having some other douchebags kid but like well, also because adriana had a 
what is she? She have a hysterectomy? Was that what she yeah, had? Yeah, and like both of her uterus or something. Yeah, <laughs> so both of them, something like that. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, like Adriana couldn't have kids. This woman can, and Adriana mm-hmm. was, you know, Adriana was the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she kind of fucked up by being on the show in the first place. You know, yeah, just because she was yeah. in this paradigm, she fucked everything up. But she yes. was cool. I, I liked know. Adriana. Yeah, the character of Adriana was in other shows before this, and then she <laughs> walked into this world, and then they killed her. Exactly. Very sad. Yeah. Um, and then she went to Joey for a little while. That was weird. Oh boy! But um, yeah. And then and then the using scene, the bender at the at the carnival at the the fest or the uh, the feast rather. It's a feast. It's a uh, love those feasts by the way. Always fun. The, up in Boston we have them. Down here yeah. in New York, of course, they're fucking amazing every yeah, time. Totally. Um, Basically, you're supposed to eat around six thousand calories worth of food and easily. then go to dinner later. Yeah, like I don't know how that works. But the sausage and peppers, like on those perfect rolls, and the uh, little yeah. uh, uh, like what are the fried dough balls called? Napoli. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, so good. It's really good, and I love. And we'll talk about Tony and Phil and and how that's how that's escalating oh, soon yeah. enough. But I love how when Tony walks up to Phil, he's like, "Good talking." He's got like a full mouth. Me too. I love that. And little then detail. Phil says, "What did you say?" And he says. He doesn't even swallow. He's like, talk you for a second. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, those are fun. But um, yeah, it's all there. It's a great Bender scene, by the way. Like, yeah, with the dog and and uh, he's back with you know the anonymous porno Naples guy. Who Corky, did, I think his name is Corky, huh? Corky, Corky Romano, right? Corky Romano. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. he has to give him the second payment, I guess. Yeah. He's like, I heard that thing happened. Right. And uh, with not, Rusty Milio. Yeah. For some reason, he's short on cash, but gives him drugs. Which uh, now that I'm saying that out loud was probably a little planned, right? A hundred percent. You know, he wanted to. He was. He's like walking into it for yeah. sure. I mean, he did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. He so. clearly these guys don't. Are, these guys are not short on cash. No, you know no. what I mean. Also, because heroin is fucking expensive. I'm told. I actually, well, I think it's very cheap. Actually, well, th- but, like a baggie like that to have the guy be like, "Oh my god, no way!" You know what I mean? Oh yeah, maybe. Um, it seems like a lot of heroin. Yeah, probably. Like if that were salt and you were making a dish, it would like be way over okay, salt. Too much. Yeah. I think that's how they measure heroin. But yeah, um, I, I like that he's you know Christopher is just it's he's so delusional. He's saying we're gonna he's gonna start a Christmas tradition and invite this guy. Yeah, who's like <laughs> the scariest dude? Oh God, it's just it's sad. It's, it's really sad. Super junkieitis, and yeah. also I mean he's just like. He's basically sitting there egging himself on while the guy is shooting up. He's yeah. like, he's like, nah, go ahead, rock out with your cock out. You yeah. know, like he's basically the most boring guy on the planet at this point. Which is point. what we're doing right now. Yeah, by the way. exactly. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And um, he, uh, he's just talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's my whistle? That spike. And the guy's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, he says, why is that? And and the guy just goes, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's heroin. Deep thoughts by yeah. Jack Candy right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess he's he's flirting with this idea of, of discipline, that he can do it once and be okay. I and, love flirting with discipline. Yeah. Like every week I'm like, okay, this is the one. This is it. This is going to stick officially now. Nope. No sticking. Um, you got to have a kid to make it stick. Yeah, I guess so. I think that's what a lot of people do. Mm. I have a lot of trouble getting up in the morning. I think that if I have a kid, that will be uh, taken care of pretty quickly. Your son will be your strength. <laughs> to to not think. sleep. Yeah. Um, and by the way, again, some more father-son talk here. Christopher, who uh, who's, yeah. who's, like, was the fortunate son back in season three, is now talking about passing down all this wisdom to his own son. And, Basically uh, Jack and Tony off. Yeah. yeah. And himself, well, frankly. And himself, yeah. And, um, you know, the cycle will unfortunately end with Chris. But, uh, well, no, we've got his daughter who may come back in season seven. That's <laughs> if true. If they ever decide they to do it. They could come back. By the way, um, Kelly played by Cara Buono, who was... Uh, Dr. Dr. Faye... Dunaway, no, on no, the no. Mad, ga- Mad Men guys. She was Doctor Faye because she's a woman. You don't call a woman doctor in the fucking sixties by her last name because they're less of a doctor or something. Oh, okay. Also, but, by the way, in the Mad Men, Mad Men guys, epi- Mad Men guys episode where she's like going out on like legit dates with Don Draper, mm-hmm. she mentions that it wouldn't have been so hard to get a re- reservation at the Italian restaurant that they were at if she just called her dad. So oh, I'm thinking, I like this. little prologue here, maybe that's her mother. Oh, nice. But Kelly, Dr. Kelly, is then <laughs> Dr. Faye's daughter. Makes it's sense. all one universe. Kelly just grew up super rich with some like, you know, some, some, some doctor who wasn't paying attention to her. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, also the mom from Stranger Things. So there's like continuity there. S- started in the 60s. You mean Winona Ryder? 
Uh, no, she's like the the. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> she's another mom on on Stranger Things. No, guys. no, you're right. Sorry, yeah. that was my bad. My the, bad. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Stranger Things guys, starring Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's her. So 60s, 80s, early 2000s. Anyway, right. I, I'm trying to make some point. And, no, I mean uh, that's the thing, and that and 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 what you got to realize is that Mad Men actually served as the origin story not only for Kelly and the Sopranos, mm-hmm. but also for um, wh- what Don Draper becomes in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, that's so true. So essentially Don <laughs> Draper runs away and becomes that weird karate priest. <laughs> and He's so good in that. I know. And then he hides all the ladies in the thing. That's how all these shows are connected. It's like Tarantino. If you don't know, look it up. Wow. You're not going to get this on any other Sopranos podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Um, so I uh, want to take a little break and then there's more Christopher we can talk about, but also Polly of course if there's a Christopher episode Polly has to have a storyline I love it but no AJ no AJ AJ is very briefly at family dinner I think and that's it and he's hilarious and he's hilarious just by by being there yep Uh, I wanted to just skip to the episode where he gets fired from Blockbuster but (laughs) that's a couple away right isn't that I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I fell asleep in front of the HBO go one night it's all it's all mushed together and the other you know a lot of uh, one thing to point out a lot of father son action this week but no daddies Get a little break from Vito. Mm-hmm, that's so, true. You know, we'll find out more about him later. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, he'll be back next week, I think. Right, Mo and Joe. Mo and Joe. Yep, that's a good one. I like that. Jimbo, wait. <laughs> I think I was looking for you. <laughs> maybe he. Maybe his finest. Maybe Joe Gennascoli's finest scene. Yeah. He's right up there with uh, the guys from Call Me by Your Name. Actually, that's what I think <laughs> of when boy. I watch when I watch Mo and Joe. Yeah, uh, Timothy Chalamet is very much the same. Yeah. Uh, wow. Anyway, so we'll be back um, next week with the second half. No, we'll, we'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> No Fucking ZD is brought to you by... Whole semi-trailer full of central multivitamins. Oh, that's a fucking score. This old world may never change Where it's been And all the ways of war Can't change it back again I've been searching Oh yeah The show has incredible heroin selections <laughs> It does Yeah Sorry, I just woke up. Musically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan likes to take a 20-second power nap while, yeah. we, while we do the break where no one can bother him. Yeah. And if you do, I'll then he cancels the podcast. Fucking lose it. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's why we missed so many weeks, is yeah. that someone woke me up mid-nap. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we don't have our trailer anymore where you can go and sack out. <laughs> I was super upset about that. Yeah. Um, welcome back. I, I'm assuming that you're still driving to work. So, you know. Not welcome back, I guess. Oh, but... so you're, you're talking to our listeners. Oh, yeah, you're still yeah. looking at me, and I'm like, no, oh, well, I'm not. <laughs> I can't really look at the listeners, so. Yeah, you know. right. So we and I, I just like other. intently staring at you most of the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, you're still on your way to work. You're stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. We're here. WZTI, mm. drive time. <laughs> but now we're on, but we, haven't, we haven't done that in a long Evan time, actually. B. But now we're on heroin, so we're chill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Super the, chill. the episode is in the heroin segment, right? You know, right, right. so we're chilled out a little bit. We are um, still a little mad about the other pods, but hey, whatever. But we feel a lot better now. Yeah, exactly. you know, way better. What's my whistle? That's Mike. <laughs> actually, we're drinking Mexican beer, which frankly helps a lot. It does. Um, we didn't really discuss the 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 scene where where Christopher tells Tony. We didn't get too in depth with that. You want to talk about that for a second? I mean, obviously we, should, should, we should, know should, should what we, Should we record it and cut it out of this we episode? Should. and then and then do a flashback <laughs> okay, actually, in like a year and a half. Let's do that. Let's definitely do that. All right, we okay. won't talk about it now. So 
so uh basically like they had that conversation mm-hmm. and it's kind of well it confirmed a lot of the things that we thought about yeah so for example like you know we were talking about like a few weeks ago she should have taken the coke charge or whatever and like would tony have still been skeptical and all that stuff you were totally right tony was skeptical he like straight up checks to see if chris is wearing a wire i know i want to know what would have happened if he was if tony like ripped the shirt off and saw the wire would have been like what is that oh it doesn't matter we're not doing anything we ain't doing nothing you know what i mean like how do you act Tony would be smart about it, I think, right? And just like yeah. probably stop talking and like here's the power drill you wanted to borrow. Yeah. I think Tony would just stop talking altogether. Even if I assume if that happened, the FBI would be like waiting outside and raid the house or something, right? Right. And then he did probably just have to shut the fuck up, wait to call his lawyer, and then probably get away with it and uh Christopher would somehow end anything. up in jail. That's uh, true. Hadn't done anything. Yeah. So I like that he's he's still very worried about the Ralph Cifaretto murder because on a lesser show, ah, good point on a, on a lesser show though, like that would have been something that happened and forgotten about by the beginning of the next episode. Sure. And they kind of play it like that in this show, but it still keeps coming up and it's something Tony clearly worries about. He just doesn't want anyone else to really know that he's worrying about it all that much. You know, it's it's one of the last murders he did again. I'm out on a limb here, but mm, it's one of the last murders he did with his bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and for just no reason, reason whatsoever and none of them are for really good reason over i guess a horse. But, over yeah. a horse <laughs> over, you know what i mean yeah she was a horse tony um so anyway <laughs> she was a horse <laughs> so yeah we get some things confirmed we get to see the other side it's clearly devastating for christopher uh and he says uh, don't he, he knows what's gonna happen he says don't make me do it yeah which so, which makes him pretty culpable he's terribly culpable yeah i mean but the, the other thing is that like he is is has been doing this long enough you know to know that if he makes that decision to tell tony that's it for adriana yeah there's no question about it no no which which it wasn't really a question in my mind when you know when the episode first aired or or i first watched it or whatever yeah but it really does make him look like an asshole Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term (laughs) you know because he literally knew that he was going over and saying like you gotta kill her yeah you know it's a death sentence it's a death sentence yeah and it's because of him and so uh what's her name um Liz LaServa Liz LaServa is right yeah I know yeah He, he killed her he did actually kill her um that's a cool scene and it's Carmela seems so much more suspicious watching it this time to me I kind of thought that she just accepted what Tony said and that was kind of it mm-hmm. I forgot about the little look she gives Christopher at family dinner it's uh you know um I I, I guess I thought it took longer for her to become suspicious but no but Liz, she's on Liz the server gets in her mind gets in her head right away well in the shit that Liz LaServa says like you know the FBI came straight over to my house like yeah. you wouldn't believe some of the questions that they asked me yeah and Carmela knows in the back, you know, Carmela is also the one who's like a little bit on the straight and narrow since Tony got shot. Right. Where she's like, I'm extra committed because like we love each other. And I remembered that while he was in a fucking coma. Right. Like we were talking about, she uses it as an excuse to like wipe the slate clean a little bit mm-hmm. or to, to excuse all of their ridiculous behavior. Mm-hmm. And um, she, this shows that she's not, she's, she's not totally able to stay away from her the fact that she's so smart and the fact that she like you know something fishy clearly happened with adriana yeah you know it's like really rare that people break up and then someone just runs away and is just never heard from again yeah, yeah that's just strange and that's compounded by the fact that they're in the mafia right as allegedly <laughs> yeah well, right if it exists yeah yeah i mean it's 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 interesting to watch the wheels spinning when carmela is yeah. talking to liz at the feast and she's just kind of saying she's coming up with these excuses for them like you know right away oh he she walked out on him you know he was devastated i, I forget everything she says but mm-hmm. but she's able to just like right away deflect everything that liz liz the service saying to her yep and so you can see it's like this like learned practiced behavior but you're right. I mean, she's Carmela is too smart, and she's too smart and for her own good to get away with you know this yeah. this this guilty bullshit. I mean, and the other thing is, then she goes to Tony to talk about it, right? And Tony is very very good at like in, inspiring the kind of confidence that he needs from Carmela. Yeah, and he doesn't even say anything like you know like when Richie got shot, he's like he's gone. 
you know, after 20 years of marriage, don't right, make me right. make don't you an accessory me, yeah. after the fact. Yeah. And, but like, so she knows that people get iced that are about to get married, you know, right. all the time. It's, it's a thing that's happened in her world before. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But yeah. like the way Tony explains it actually makes a lot of sense. Like if they, if Chrissy really did it, you don't think that they would have at least hauled him in or something like that, but they mm-hmm. did nothing, which is true mm-hmm. because they had nothing. And cause they don't totally know they have zero evidence really. Yeah. But it's because these guys are super pros. It's actually way worse than Carmela could ever imagine. I know they're so good at it. Yeah, and and I, it's it's terrifying. And and Tony, the guy standing right in front of her, had one hundred percent to do with it. You know, I mean, he yeah. called the order, and then and, and uh, you know, uh, he's def- he has he's defending himself there too, as much as he's defending Christopher completely. And uh, and yeah, she just she just has no idea. Although she does, yeah. though, you know, I mean, she she knows, but like, she doesn't she, know. But she she's doesn't choosing know not more to know. Than she knows. I mean, yeah, she's choosing not to know. Well, but I think that she is willing to take Tony's word for it in this case because when she starts, one is, yeah. when she calls the private investigator and stuff like that, it's like she wouldn't do that if she actually thought that. I mean, she might be pushing Tony's buttons a little bit, but but she wouldn't call a private investigator if she was if she thought that Tony was directly involved. That would be pretty stupid. Yeah, true. You know? True. She doesn't, she's choosing to, yeah, live in denial, really, is what exactly. it is. And, yeah. and eventually we'll see her actually, which which makes it even worse, really, is she'll use it to her advantage coming up, you totally, know, totally. to get that spec house going. And so then it's, yeah, it's kind of sickening, actually. Adriana was just kind of like tossed aside like garbage and all these people just really benefited from her. Or Tony and Carmela really come away pretty, pretty good from her death in the end. Christopher, Christopher yeah. doesn't make it. Carmela gets a house out of it. And, uh, but Carmela and still can't sleep at night. And now that I think about it, I, f- I feel like, you know, all that stuff with the building inspector and all that shit, I'm sure that has to do with her not being able to sleep at night once the house is built. But I'm sure it also has to do with the fact that there's this synergy happening where, like, she's on the scent with Adriana and then she mm. gets the house put in there and it kind of takes her away. I'm sure that there's some psychic, like, mm. anxiety happening, you know. Yeah. It's terrifying. I mean, yeah, the show is, is, we're officially in the dark ages of Sopranos. We are. I, I remember when we first started this podcast, we like watched the first three episodes of season one and then hung out at your place one night and skipped to like this era. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, this gets, this show gets really fucking dark. It's like night and day. It's, it is. Yeah. And it's like so subtle in a way that even, you know, it takes multiple rewatches to really pick up on that. Mm-hmm. There's no monologuing where someone's saying just how terrible they feel about all this stuff. I mean, Tony will come close sometimes in therapy yeah um and and but yeah i mean even as i'm talking i'm putting together how much carmela benefits from adriana's death and it's just it's extraordinary yeah um you know it's extraordinary and terrible Mm -hmm. but she's cool and she looks looks great in in season six i mean i mean i'm still i i still take season four carmela over any of them i still take rosalie over oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> I want Rosalie on my curling or team. Or Charmaine. Charmaine, listen, I'll ruin my life for you is all I'm saying. I'll throw it all away. I do like Charmaine. Yeah. Oh, baby. Um, I like to get yelled at, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so someone act- actually asked, one of the questions this week uh, was, what do we think the FBI asked Liz LaServa when she says you wouldn't believe the questions they asked me. Like, what do we think? Like, did she say anything to you about Chris? Yeah. Are they together? When's the last time you saw Chris? It was probably all about Chris. It was probably all about Chris, but I'm assuming they brought up some business related stuff that she wouldn't know about, but sounded pretty terrifying. Like they might've even brought up Ralph Sofaretto. They might've brought up someone who's been missing, you know, or just like, Mm. you ever think about this? Like, like big puss went missing. Why, why, where do you think he is now? Richie, she was, she's, she's related to Richie on some level, right? Cause maybe because Richie was Adriana's uncle. Yeah, something like that. That's like uncle, like air quotes, uncle. Yeah, like, I guess who that's knows? a good point. Like they probably brought up all these people who just like have just slowly disappeared over the years, and mm-hmm. there's always been some kind of excuse. Although it makes no sense for someone to just completely disappear, really ever in life. And it seems to happen sort of a lot around certain people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure this shit out. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just follow the centrum multivitamins, as they say in, journal- in journalism. <laughs> <Right>. You know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, the show is dark and depressing. Uh, Polly Walnuts, Paul Walnut, 
as another uh, spotlight episode this time around. I love this shit. I love how he gets into it with this Latino priest mm-hmm. who like stands up on his hind legs and tells him to go fuck himself, and there's nothing he can do because he's a priest. Essentially shaking him down. Um, but I like for the- good reason. I like it. Yeah, I yeah. want him. I want him to see Polly. Real. I want him. I. I, I want to see him really. Uh, you know, squeeze Polly, yeah. as they'd say. And it's, and it's, it's another example of like the neighborhood changing around them and them not changing with the times, right? And right. Uh, not knowing how to keep up. They are they like done dinosaurs. Laser tag. Yeah, they should have done something way cooler. Yeah. Um, but Polly has a lot has a lot on his mind. He is scared that uh, scared of his mortality. Well, and he's always had that sort of psychic dread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He just doesn't know where to put it. Yeah. And he also doesn't have a partner to like help him rationalize some of it mm. even if you know you know because Carmela is that for Tony right like whether she knows it or not she helps him to kind of be like yeah I'm, I'm a cool guy you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. it's all good um, he doesn't have that he's all alone and um, I love the story with his mother this episode I do too it makes that me kind of happy yeah it's, it's it's very nice I mean you know it's it's not something you would see it's it's not something you would feel about a, a mafioso normally, but that is like a heartwarming moment. <laughs> which I is love really, it. Really funny. I and 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 I love the woman that plays Nucci. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Welk program channel twenty two, <laughs> channel fifty five, channel fifty five. <laughs> when she says the channel like in the most guilt trippy way, you know. Yeah. And I mean, she's like, <laughs> and this is after. Uh, Polly threw her TV out the window, right? So this is a, a new, uh, a new yes. old TV that she's watching this on. It's a on. shittier TV. It's yeah. not a flat screen. Mm-hmm. And this is back when a flat screen costed like 2000 bucks. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's simultaneously sad and heartwarming at the same time. You know, Completely. it's, uh, it's nice to see them together again. Uh, and yeah, Polly is, he's, he's scared. He's scared. He's, 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 uh, having a hard time and, they kind of tease that he might be slipping a little bit. There's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that very Lynchian scene with the uh, the Virgin Mary in the bang. Oh my god, which is still fucking really bizarre. I wish they used different music, but it's still when you see it's her very, in the mirror, it's very Bing though. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. The music is very Bing, but you were gonna say when you see her in the mirror, that's like that gives me chills still. Like yeah, when he walks in, and you can just see like he walks by multiple mirrors, and I think you can see her in all three. Yep, uh, it's really really bizarre really scary and then and he s- looks and then it goes away yeah how do you explain it um well i mean i think like a lot of- <laughs> it's in a larry king you're right now <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? I think like a lot of people facing mortality they kind of like will go back to their maybe religious roots or some kind of spiritual roots like, like the that spri- the strip club the strip club <laughs> uh as to why it's the virgin mary there i mean there's that cut they go from that scene uh pretty much right to the statue at the feast covered in dollar bills. Right. So they must be trying to make some kind of connection there. Well, then the, we're not that, the smart that podcast. Dollar bill shit is like super old school Italian. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's like a little bit, it's got that like third world edge to it in terms of spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It like, I, the old school Italian like sainthood Catholicism is like it. It reminds me a little. It's not as dark, but it reminds me a little bit of like the weird Mexican um, like cult things that like mm. the drug leaders have. They okay. have like their own set of gods that they pray to that are like the patron saint of drug cartels, basically. Oh, really? oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, from the Bible, you, of yeah, course. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Cartel like, chapter two. But like in Breaking Bad, the two guys like the they go guys. on their knees. Yeah, yeah. Like they go on their they go on their knees. Um, <laughs> but they, you know, like that's real shit. And oh, it actually, the, uh, the twins. The yeah, 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 right. But that's that's the fucking real deal, and mm. that's some super old school Italian like voodoo shit. As as as. Polly puts it because it's not about God or the Pope. It's like this is the patron saint Al Zaire, and we think that it's like reasonable, even though we're poor as shit, to like melt down our our like precious jewels mm. and our wedding rings and stuff to to make his hat or whatever. And they make this cape out of dollar bills. It's like it's I find it very strange. It's all it is very strange. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's almost as strange as putting money in a stripper's garter belt. Basically, <laughs> well, yeah, it is, and it's almost as strange as going to a feast and uh, and getting on a ride or or like you know doing drugs to not think about these kinds of things. Like right. it, it's it's something to latch onto that will give whatever's happening in your life some kind of meaning. I think too, you Completely. know what I mean. Um, 
but yeah, as uh, I think that also there's some kind of connection between like the whole concept of the Madonna and the whore, you know, and the way they Completely. maybe look at women and look at women at the Bing versus the their their mothers like Nucci or Olivia. Um, yeah, I'm kind of grasping here, but well, I no, think that st- I'm in the neighborhood. He's starting to see the the. Um, Oh, I'm going to lose it too. He's start he's starting to see the contradictions in his life. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like between like I'm a I'm a strict Catholic, but I kill people and like, you know, and I love my mother. Don't fuck with my mother, but like I'm going to like, you know, Tony, she was a hoa. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There are all these contradictions that are not only just like face value contradictions, but they're also like how do you live your life contradictions where it's right. like anyone would feel, you know, kind of whipped around and confused. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it was like I eat bread, but I don't eat bread. You know, like I'm really trying not to eat bread, but I keep eating bread or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like this weird thing. It's like if I was like, hey, I'm not eating bread right now, but I only ate bread when I was outside of the house. You know what I mean? It's like, it it wouldn't get me anywhere. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And uh, And that's just as difficult, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, Paul, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's looking for something. I mean, he's uh, clearly you know, feeling lost in the woods uh, or going about in self-pity for himself, I guess. I mean, the, the shot of the tree at the end, just lightly blowing in the wind. And he's, he's thinking about his place oh, in the world. And, I knew you were going to come up with something here. Oh, I don't know. That was so he's, good. <laughs> no, that's true. He's we're see, all just dust in the wind, dude. Well, I think that's, you know, uh, as I've, I've, I keep saying it, I keep like teasing it. But like mm-hmm. as we get closer to the finale, it is some, something to think about that this show really yeah. is about. I mean, this episode to me feels like almost like a thesis episode, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's so everything. On, it's, it's, everything. it's everything, but it's also so on theme, you know? every It seems that this episode more than other ones really like hammer a theme home. Um, just this idea that we're, yeah, kind of like going through life and this weird stuff kind of happens to us and we know the ending and we're looking for whatever distraction we can have or find to kind of not think about those things and yep. try and enjoy it, really, you know? I mean... Um, there's the scene at the end, right before Tony picks up Dominica is her name, right? Dominica. Um, not, not, not Dominica, like Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. D- Domen- <laughs> Dominica. D- Dominica. Um, but she, right before that, they're saying, uh, Carmela is like, oh, the feast went by so fast. And then Bobby says, well, we have, uh, you know, St. Anthony's in two weeks, you know, and I feel like <laughs> I might be reaching, but that kind of is uh, a nice little summation of life in a way. It's like, ah, oh, man, you know, like it's just flying by now this, this, this fun what's thing next? happened. Like what's next? What's the next thing? You know, mm-hmm. like what's, what's in the fridge? What's, uh, you're sitting in the diner looking up at the door every time the bell rings, just like what's coming in next? What's the new exciting thing? Oh, here we go. And then eventually it just, with the diner that's now. It. I'm just saying, you know, I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about our mortality and our legacy as we get towards the end of the show there's, there's a very there's a certainly a, a finite mortality to this uh, <laughs> podcast thank you want to do this forever i mean jesus well we have been <laughs> so <laughs> this is limbo by the way um yeah i mean there's there's so much to it there there's just to just to rattle off a cut co- i mean i think that you're totally right about all of this it's spot on and like and this episode it really does pack it all in. Mm-hmm. Like we've got Janice scamming, which is the the biggest laugh out loud scene for me. At least when, when they pull up in the car and she's sitting she in the back, she suddenly has the neck brace on. Yeah, and <laughs> she's got the look like the mob <laughs> boss. <laughs> but like she's whipping Bobby around. Yeah, but I love that it progressively gets worse over the course of like three or four scenes. Like mm-hmm. at first she's fine, and then Meadow mentions a lawsuit and she's rubbing her neck, and Tony's like, "Leave it alone, Janice." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody to, sees it coming. Yeah, she, she has a neck brace on. Cut two. She has nerve damage. Yeah, you know? it's just hysterical. Well, classic. It's, comedy it's old there. school Janice. Yeah, and like everybody's scamming. Yep, and like she, her life has actually leveled out in a lot of ways like yeah for all you know the records basically showing that 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 janice is kind of running her family in a fairly reasonable way yeah bobby is the most reasonable guy who's in the crew yeah maybe patsy but bobby too yeah Pats, yeah but patsy i think i feel like is vicious when he has to be that's true you know bobby with, doesn't with like the nipples and all that stuff right. from uh back yeah. in the day um <clears throat> but uh but but you know bobby is at least he's got a head on his shoulders and he's still a little bit like well i don't want to kill anybody but whatever i'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll shake <laughs> some shit down um but you know 
Janice is getting bored too. She can't, she has to shake it up. She mm-hmm. needs conflict. And you know, she sends Bobby in there to beat up this poor guy. I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah. He's just trying. And this is not, this doesn't look like a fucking easy living. You know no, what I mean? No. He's got, not you know, he's, yeah. he's in this hotel room. He's traveling around all the time. That's well, like a no tell motel. Really? A no tell motel. Yeah. And he's just, uh, he's like leasing his a fleet to the sorghum festival. <laughs> like That's a big week for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, dude, come on and and but i do love that i think bobby's the only character who would have been able to be convinced in that moment to not totally fuck him up because he actually he said no it was your friend oh yeah and like any other person in the mob would be like what the fuck did you say like what are you talking about now (laughs) because they're totally trained not to take they're like no 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 no. like this is like you know unified front or whatever right but he says this to, to to Bobby and Bobby goes after Polly, which proves that Bobby's not the greatest mobster. Mm, let's be honest. Because you're true. not really supposed to let the guy that you're about to shake down convince you to go shake down your buddy right. in the mafia. And not during a cannoli eating contest. That that uh, feels sacred. Of all of all <laughs> moments, you know. And the guy's so fucking hilarious. Like the guy the running host, the yeah. morbidly obese host. <laughs> poor guy <laughs> oh boy that all sounds gross <laughs> i know it's terrible so we got that polly's got his biopsy mm-hmm. which they don't they don't mention the outcome until we find out way later that he's in treatment by the way it's another thing you know it's like and like the finale right not the finale no it's like a few episodes away okay okay you mean the season finale or the or the series finale series yeah no 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 well no I mean I, as far as I'm concerned the show's coming back yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're all season <laughs> never finales. never over yeah um yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's in a, it's in a few episodes, you know, like t- Tony and Polly like talk about it. Bree, he's like, tell you the truth, Tone. Oh, cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like remember when maybe it's or, uh, or even bef- yeah, maybe no, before that. Who it's, knows? Uh, it's, it's not it's not Mo and Joe. It's the one after that. Uh, Cold Stones. It might be Cold Stones. It's Finn's last episode, probably. <laughs> we think, hopefully, but basically, like, it's it's one of those other things where, like, you know. Polly's going through all this because of the lead up, but like then he got cancer and and it's it probably sucks, but yeah, it's yeah. like but he not that makes bad. it, yeah. Like he's not losing any hair, knock wood, whatever. Yeah. But um, you know, he's tripping out about that. He's got all this beef with Bobby that they have to squash. We never see them squash it, but we assume it gets squashed. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Like it's more I, important things. I love that we're ramping up and that's what makes the end of this this series so satisfying. Yeah. Is that like the details start to get just sort of blurred more and more and we can like based on like if you jumped in right now you'd be like i don't know what's happening right it's it would be very confusing but it's not because we have like there's this sort of like endoskeleton in place where we like know what's happening we, we know the inner workings well enough that they don't have to spell it out anymore yeah and that's the progression of the series i think season to season is that like we start out with tony being like i like dvd players let's steal dvd players and then they're like that's boring season two let's get a little bit more deep and then we progressively get away more and more from like actual details of the life and more about the psychic weight that everyone's carrying around right and how it's making the normal parts of life unbearable right right yeah good summation yes (laughs) yes um i knew it so i've been i've been i i didn't jerk off or anything for the last two for the last three weeks or whatever you're on fire <laughs> yeah exactly um, i'm waiting to come back so i think that about wraps it up uh again you know great episode we'll, great episode uh, well we're, we're gonna do a special episode only about the vipers at some point <laughs> and just kind of get into I bet that those guys whole... would be on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> we could probably get they probably want to say their piece and be like you know we're kind of tough yeah <laughs> by the way uh so yeah that that wraps it up i think um so let's get into some of our questions here uh this one comes from at willis matthews 93 what do you guys think were the most redeeming acts done by the main characters oh jesus Hmm. it's a tough one uh tony lifting up domenica (laughs) yeah that's a good one pretty much the nicest thing he does the whole series oh tony caring about the horse i guess he cares about the you know what i mean this actually this this might not make sense but like for tony this was a big one when he lets uh, Sal Vitro off the hook for Johnny Sack's lawn oh, in a few yeah. episodes. Coming up, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. I mean, it's fucked up that he didn't let him off the hook like way earlier. Yeah. But the fact that he does that, I'm like, oh, thank God. And the jo- the sheer joy that comes over Sal Vitro's face. <laughs> oh, that poor when bastard. He finds out. I know. He <laughs> got wrapped up with the wrong people. For real. Um, yeah, that. Um, this is this is also kind of twisted, but I but Tony and Furio beating up the Russian who stole Janice's 
Records. Oh, I like that. It's a good one. I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's that not, was, a lot to, not a lot. That was, that not was a lot of. That was nice. Pick through. Yeah, mm. they're not. They're cool guys. They're cool guys. Tony he buys Finn a sandwich after he uh, tells them that Vito will uh, suck your cock. Anyone that he'd like. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he that's that's the that's the thing to remember. Yeah, we're not just talking plain Jane. You know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> any you, sandwich, any sandwich you like. <laughs> there's there's like early episodes where Tony is a little more redeeming, like when he with the ducks. For example, yeah, he's cool, cool about the ducks. With the um, the old guy who's like somehow related to the union strikes in like episode three of the series. Good God. Like the old black dude who's like oh, that they yeah. sit down with. He That's was a, a good veteran. One. He was a veteran. So yeah, Tony's, so Tony like, Tony's like, wistful. we're pretty much the same. I'm like a patent type, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, when Tony talks to the madam who was Vin McKazian's like, you know, surrogate mom yeah it's a nice moment i don't know not a lot though so i guess <laughs> the answer to your, your question is not really <laughs> yeah, not too many redeeming qualities for these guys um there you go this one comes from uh, at iphone 4 actually uh, we already answered this one but i just wanted to read that uh this is the liz liz the question mm-hmm. um but he uh he sums up his question with just cut up to you guys it's getting worse and i just really wanted to just yep, put that out there i like get, that it's getting worse <laughs> um this one comes from at Rob Selby six, and this is a uh, SAT question here. So we gotta we gotta do a good job here. Oh fuck me! Do we get multiple choices? No, this is an essay. Oh um, god damn it! Is homophobia the most consequential pre- prejudice in The Sopranos? Uh, does it play a significant part in the show when it comes to characters getting whacked? He's asking. No. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, Sorry, basically, I'm just he trying says, to keep up. That's part one of two. This oh goddamn it! This is a thread. Uh, yeah. right, okay. Okay. Um, we see it first when Richie hits Janice because she asks, "What if Rick was gay?" Prompting her to shoot him. Now Phil is having Vito killed because he or both of them are gay and cannot live with their shame. Th- thank you for including that. Um, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know if it's homophobia necessarily, but it's like definitely masculinity or like toxic masculinity. I think. <laughs> yeah, you but know, that's, because but that's not prejudice. That's like an issue that one has. It's, it's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. To- toxic masculinity and like that kind of machi- machismo and all that right. like power tripping is definitely the worst worst problem it in is. the show. Yeah. But as far as the worst was the the question was like what's the worst prejudice right yeah hatred of black people well right clearly yeah. like top like numero uno yeah it's pretty bad yeah it's just old-fashioned like italian bigotry yeah you know it's just it's it's no good and uh and pervasive and it, it, and, and, it gets, and, just... and it gets wiped under the rug a little bit because it because we mostly saw it when it was like part of the shenanigans and everything like that yeah but and it was uh yeah it was airing at a time where that seemed like, oh, these guys are like a dying breed. <laughs> and right. watching it now is a little no, different. Exactly. Um, it's awful. I mean, they say some pretty horrific shit about Vito, mm-hmm. but he's like the only sort of one, really. Yeah. You know, it's like on a, on a much longer timeline that they're really racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and women. I, 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 I think, yeah. Well, I think, the women, I think, yeah. relates to the toxic masculinity thing and this, yeah. like, this, okay. uh, you know. Anti-women. Uh, anti-women There's so and much misogyny there there is but it, a lot of that comes down to and that's why i like this season is because they're really digging into it this time around mm. just like what makes up this like nonsense idea of what makes a man to them you know and and the certain rules you have to live by like not crying at your daughter's wedding um of course right. not being gay you know uh just really and truly yep. not getting in touch with their feelings I guess I'm not really sure how to put it completely but I do think that there is this pervasive toxic masculinity that uh, the show is talking about that exists in the real world and especially I mean in America yeah yeah I totally agree I think that's what this guy is actually maybe sort of thinking of because but the homophobia, of course, like plays a huge part of that. Uh, is that it for the questions? No, no. There's uh, well, <laughs> no, we can't end on something like that. Let's see, what do we have? <laughs> this is a good one. This is from at JP Zeth. What's a character you wish they kept around longer, and why is it Mikey Palmisi? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Bingo. That's it. I think. Absolutely, yeah. Mikey. Because because t- because t- <laughs> what a great question. <laughs> because Tony, uh, I just love seeing Tony drag his ass. You know, like yeah. with the staple gun and the Jerry Lewis. Some all good that shit. shit it's so good yeah and also jojo love jojo Miss you know jojo. i love jojo yeah. i know she's great she's like your number one yeah she's like on the the card like in friends how they have like the laminated card of like 
people they can sleep with if it comes up and right. it's not cheating. Yep. It's JoJo like number one and it's laminated. And then yeah. it's Rosalie. <laughs> JoJo <laughs> yeah. Rosalie. I have a list, yeah. And then Janice. My wife to be is aware of these things and uh well <laughs> yeah. she is now actually listening to the this for the first time. Good, good. Uh, so now she knows. Glad. Uh this one comes from uh Harpo at Harpo Soprano, an old friend of the bot actually. He hasn't written in a little while. I but, love that uh, name. Hi guys. Hey, yo, what's up? Uh, a question for when you returned. This is from. Uh, Didn't Harpo like, change his name to Hal? Anyways, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, this is from some, some that could really apply to any time. But for, a question for when you return. What was the most? What was the most surprising moment to you both when you first watched The Sopranos? Thanks. Well, first of all, you're welcome. Um, that's the answer to the question. That's it. Like I guess the Richie thing was surprising. Sure. Ralphie actually getting killed was surprising to me. I went into that episode. I was watching that episode with, I forget with who, but they were like, man, Tony really wants to kill Ralphie. And I was like, no, he would never do that. Ralphie makes too much money. And then two scenes later. They were like, you should have a podcast about this. And so, (laughs) yeah, 15 years later. um, So that did surprise me, actually, that it went where it went. Super. And then, like, I guess the veto thing. Mm. Yeah, the veto thing. I feel like there were more shocking moments the first time through that uh, like yeah well for me as many of you remember i first watched the show because my pot dealer in college right lent me a dvd because he was a nice pot dealer he mm-hmm. was like i'll give you i'll sell you this and then do you want to borrow a dvd and i was like hey <laughs> would you I like, like this, you. <laughs> this critically acclaimed dvd box set you no know, he was <laughs> great he had like pink floyd live at all these places because he was this stoner like guitarist guy but he also had like mad hbo series and i was like oh i've never watched the sopranos and he was like oh check out this one and he gives me the disc that starts with the episode with adriana getting whacked yeah so and so that was surprising (laughs) because i was like oh Oh, cool i didn't really know it mattered but it was it was surprising to me that tony killed chrissy when he did it same same and and i I don't know if it was like moment yeah because psych on the psychic level you can feel the tension building between them Mm -hmm. but i kind of always imagined it going the other way like chrissy was going to be the one to take down tony uh, but even though that doesn't make any sense in a practical sense. No, I I, I know, yeah. But like when he actually did it, I was like, hmm, that's yeah. surprising. That was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, that was, uh, I agree, because I, even in this this episode, or uh, uh, Tony mentions the Lebanese guys, and mm-hmm. they kept teasing this, this like Middle Eastern angle, and Christopher talking to the FBI, and it oh. really seemed like, and I actually think like, I could just be making this up in my memory now, but I kind of remember when the trailer for season 6B first came out, there was a shot that made it look like Christopher was talking to the FBI mm. or something went down like a deleted scene that maybe just that they threw in the trailer because they were just trying to throw a promo together. And it's that, like, it's like what they do with like Bravo reality shows where someone's like, you're fired. And then they show like a reaction shot from literally every cast yeah, member. So it could be anybody. And you're like, Oh, yeah. they're all fired. Yeah, basically. Or like a <laughs> Mad Men next time on where nothing that's like someone just answering a phone. It's like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought that I was very convinced that they were going to kind of do, a Goodfellas-esque ending where Mm. Christopher ratted out Tony and then eventually did get a movie deal because he was like Tony (sighs) Soprano's nephew. And I really thought that's how the show was going to end. They were going to comment on the celebrity of the mafia in some way. That would have been the Scorsese ending for sure. Yeah, yeah. But the chaser <laughs> always with the self-control Fucking chaser man yeah. yeah wow that's a real wow good enough wow you beat me on the questions yeah today. i should have wrote this show <laughs> is what i'm saying i mean you did write this podcast kind it's of true yeah um and this is the last page of the script so i guess we have to say good night and good luck <laughs> um we'll be back probably next week to talk about mo and joe i think are uh, you hanging out with your parents next weekend because I, I am not oh I'm getting another tooth replaced, actually. Just, Are you shitting me? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 tweet during the week, but we should be back next week to talk about Mo and Joe and yeah. just how boring it is to work on construction in, in New Hampshire. Um, until then, go back and start over. You have plenty of time to listen to the entire series. Think of those sandwiches Jim packed for you. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> nice. Um, so uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. Only know that peace will come. When all hate is gone, I've been a-searching for the dolphin in the sea.
Think of me.